Hello and welcome to I Spit on Your Grades. Uh, today we are delving into the results for our best worst picks. That's the best way to describe that, right? I think so, yes. Our, our best of the worst films from Rotten Tomatoes, top 50 horrors. It's hard, it's hard to get it worded right. You know what? Just <laughs> it's, a, it's a results show. We're back with our results show. That'll do for me. Um, you are with me, Faye, as well as Christopher. Hello. And Mercer. Bonjour. Bonjour. How are we doing, gentlemen? I am not too shabby. For when people hear this, I'll have turned four zero though. Yes, today's your last day uh, in your foot is. It is. I will be old like you and Mercer. Thank you. <laughs> and honestly, Chris, life just becomes shit. <laughs> it does. I'm on death's door since turning 40. Everything's gone wrong with me. It's just my life has just gone downhill. I've had a midlife crisis and I wear baseball caps now. So, you know, everything's gone wrong. <laughs> it, it should be brought to the listeners' attention that every time I've seen you, when we've come to record, you are wearing a different hat. And I don't... It, it, do you have a wardrobe of hats? Yes. Yes, I do. Thank you very much. I have a brand new wardrobe of hats. Hats on the wall. Hats on the floor. Hats on my hat stand, which I have. I don't have a hat stand. Oh, I wanted to see the hat stand. He's a man of many hats. Man of many lies. This hat, though just for the record that I'm wearing, is promotional hat from the film Touch that was, that was on at Fright Fest um, last year. So it's like exclusive for the like five people that went to see the film. <laughs> Good for you guys. <laughs> Are you not concerned that you have people just walking along and thinking it's an instruction when you're walking down the street, you have various people touching you? I mean, let's be honest, Chris. I actually walk past people pointing at it, giving them the instruction. <laughs> Doesn't work. Mm. Um, have we been watching anything this week before we go forward? I actually, uh, bizarrely, yes, I actually have watched films, which is rare for me when I'm on a film podcast. I have actually watched a few bits and bobs. We watched, we should mention, we watched Beast today. Here comes Peter Carnahel the Bad Film Club on Easter Sunday, which goes by another name. I think it's the Beaster Bunny. Oh. It goes by when oh. you're looking for it on Prime. It's, it's pretty, it's, it's oh. not even pretty bad. It's absolutely awful. awful. Dreadful. It's just tits. Yeah. It's just tits for 90 minutes. It's an, it's an excuse for the director to go, hey, here's a really shit CG Get naked. bunny thing and run around with your tits out. And that is... Kind of, that is it. Did watch better quality stuff. I've watched Thirteen Ghosts, which is always worth a watch when it's on, for just sheer, just sheer stupid mm -hmm. enjoyment. The World's End, the best of the Edgar Wright trilogy, in my humble opinion. And our first date. And our first date mm. when we wandered into the wrong film because we were supposed to see The Conjuring. That is indeed correct. And just finally, just two Sonic the Hedgehog, which I will just say. I went and saw this originally on the same day that we went and saw Parasite as well. Mm -hmm. And I came out of those two films thinking, there's one film I'd actually watch again if I had the opportunity. And you know what? It's still Sonic. I still, I still enjoy watching Sonic more 
Then I enjoyed watching Parasite. And you know what? Come at me. I don't care. I don't know. I'm 40 now. I don't need anyone to come at me moaning, criticising and lecturing me about how Parasite is a better film than Sonic the Hedgehog. Because you're wrong. Sonic's great. Mercer, what have you been watching this week? Um, Well, I thought I'd, um, you know, continue our tradition of bad films. So I watched a film called 666, The Demon Child. Um, about some kind of prehistoric demon baby dinosaur creature. Um, I had it in my head you were going to say dinosaur, but I didn't think you were actually going to say dinosaur, and then you did, so. But I did. Um, I don't know what it was other than terrible. Um, So I'm not recommending it. Um, And then I thought I'd go a little bit old school, so I'd be watching some stuff from, like, the 50s and the 60s. No, that's a lie. The boat is in the 50s. So I watched the uh, Bella Lugosi star in The Devil Bat, which is camp as fuck. Uh-huh. Not very good. Um, the Roger Corman directed Attack of the Crab Monsters. Um, <laughs> it's um, also pretty bad, but camp as fuck. And then, oh God, like, oh, so good. I watched something called Unknown World about some people trying to find uh, a habitable um place within the centre of the earth for the human race to live once the atomic bombs hit um, the world and destroy it. Uh, And then they were really shocked to discover that actually the centre of the earth isn't very habitable for the human race. Was that that also camp as fuck? That was less camp, more bland. That's fair. That falls more in line with your butch image that you give off, Mercer, obviously. Uh, speaking exactly. of speaking of boredom, um, I myself watched I watched two new things this week. One of them being Carpet of Terror that we watched <sighs> for this week's Bad Film Club, and I have never been so confused and simultaneously bored in my life. Oh no, I tell a lie, darling. I do tell a lie. At least darling's darling's not as confusing. Yeah, but this was all over the place, and the dubbing is. Awful. It's it's ridiculous, um, and I, I can't even tell you what it was about. To be quite honest, and some somebody some... was throwing balls in a room that were letting off gas, and that's about it. It, it was nothing to do with the carpet that murdered people, which you'd think it gutted. Was. Yeah, gutted. Um, and secondly, watched X. Finally, <gasps> uh, yeah, it was all right. It wasn't bad. I wasn't massively overwhelmed with it, if I'm honest with you, but serviceable film. Especially since it is essentially 50-minute behind-the-scenes porn documentary, Yeah, 40-minute horror film. I love it. I thought, I thought that, it was I, fantastic. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it very much. I think because I've seen, because we saw it much later than its release date, I think the, the sheer hype train behind it is probably yeah I expected it, I expected it to be better than it were through the sheer hype behind it. Still enjoyed it though and we'll absolutely revisit it again. I don't know if you saw the um the mid train the mid credit thing. Did you see the that? Pearl. No they didn't play that at my screening. I think it was the US version only that had the trailer. Yeah, so when I said no, I did go onto YouTube and watch yeah, it. We, uh, yeah, we hunted it down as well, yeah. Um, and that kind of looks a little interesting. 
I guess. And it, it didn't. It also, because, I mean, the whole way through, I was looking at the old woman going, oh, well, she looks so much like her. And in yes. my head, I was like, oh, that's going to be her in the future. And she's going to be having some sort of traumatic flashback and looking back on it all. And I was completely wrong, obviously. So I'm not spoiling anything there. But the mid-credit sting does explain why they look so much mm. like each other. Yeah. I think the, the, the trailer for... What would be Pearl. the prequel? Pearl. Oh, it looks far, far more interesting I, I, than that. I'd, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Absolutely. And again, I'll watch X again. I will because I did enjoy it. I just don't think I was in love with it as a lot of people are. I'm clearly in some sort of minority, whilst not being in a minority because I actually enjoy it. So. No, I think I think that's fair. You know, um, it's it's Ty West. I think his films can be quite um, not divisive, but you know. People either go, nah, or they go, I love it. I love, that's the thing that I've loved. I love everything else he's done. Maybe not. Just Maybe not. Seas of Death. Well, yeah, not really his, not really his film, though. But no. Innkeepers, House of the Devil. Yeah, Absolutely great, adore, yeah. Bo- adore both of them. But this just left me a bit, I enjoyed, that's the thing I say. I enjoyed it. I didn't sit there going, oh, I'm really bored. So I'm going, yeah, this is, this is good. I say, I think the hype train just mm. probably caught me a little bit. Just before we move on from what we watched as well, I just want to, because um, I know you'll really appreciate it, uh, Fair. Um, I did re-watch League of Gentlemen's Apocalypse as well. I was told you were watching that, and I was confused as to why, given that you were not a fan all those years ago. What what changed? Because it took me a long time to get into the series. Mm. Um, and then along, I think I enjoyed the film the first time. and I, I do own the film. And then I watched the film again. And I think as well, I just had like that inside number nine episode. And I would just, and because like the three of them were together mm. in that episode, I think it just created a little bit of nostalgia within there. Oh. And I was like, oh, I just want to watch a little bit of like the gang again. And did you enjoy it? Oh, I fucking hated it. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. I do really enjoy it. The yeah. film is so funny. It gets, it gets a lot. I, I don't I want to say it gets a lot of hate. It doesn't get a lot of hate, but I don't think it gets as much love as it deserves. I think it's a really clever, funny film. Yeah. And made me fall in love with Jeff Tips as a character. I kind of like the weird growth that they kind of give to the characters as well. Like, yeah. you know. But yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, and just quickly before we move on, again, um, we did have the new Inside Number 9 episode, uh, Merrily Merrily, which was... Really rather good. Yes. As we, they always are. We will probably not say a great deal about it, do not spoil it. Yeah, yeah, because it's fresh. It only aired a week ago. But there, uh, was, there was some controversy apparently surrounding Inside Number Nine last week. Um, if you go on Twitter and follow the Inside Number Nine account, um I, I can't remember the name of the program. It, I think it's a Korean or I think it's a Korean anthology series, and they've basically ripped off. Tom and Jerry, pretty much beat for beat, except change the genders in it. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, everyone's going mental over it. Um, so yeah, go on and check out the. Uh, this is just a saga now. Behind that. Anyway, enough about other people's films and stuff. Let's get on to ours, shall we? Um, shall we go in? Oh, what we've decided to do is because we picked bad films. We've done a Missy Elliott and flipped down and reversed it and gone 10 star review 
rather than one star review because we just like mixing things up like that. Are we also mixing things up by doing people's feedback seconds? Oh, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, <laughs> every, every result show fair because I do not host that often. You know, what? I'll it's fine, I'll, I'll wrestle control back of the, the running order. Thank you, everyone, for voting and letting us know your pick. An overwhelming amount of love for Jaws. Yeah. Bizarre. No one saw that coming. But just a few takes on it. So, Caitlin, that's scared sheepless. Has to be Jaws. Every time I think about it, I think about these brilliant paragraphs from Nico Vaughan's book, and it makes me laugh all over again. The Nico Vaughan book, which I have not got the title of, annoyingly in front of me. So you did your research. I did. I had the tweet and I've forgotten the name of the book. Because <laughs> I, I had to read I had to read through the paragraphs as well. And it is, it is very funny. Yeah. It does mention about the danger, how the biggest issue with yours is the danger of the shipping lanes. I'm sure uh, Scared Sheepless will be able to direct people to that book. I'm sure she will be able to. So as well, we have Sorted Popcorn at Sorted Popcorn. So I voted for the only one of the three I haven't seen, Molly Hartley, because the other two are extremely painful and should be shredded, covered in tar and dropped to the bottom of the Mariana Trench to stop someone years later recovering the film from Amber and recreating it. The boy ain't wrong. No, he's not wrong at all. Finch, first time tweet for a film. No, I'm sure she's tweeted before. I don't remember seeing her opinion on one of our picks before. Then you weren't looking hard enough. Maybe not. Anyway, Finch, Finchy Poos. It's yours, no contest. The whole thing is a mess, as the conceit is that the shark is sentient, vengeful and brimming with spite. My main issue, though, is that Ellen Brody keeps having flashbacks to memories that aren't hers from scenes she wasn't even in. And I am so gutted that we didn't discuss that, because it drove me crazy when I was watching it. You had 15 minutes to get your argument across. You should have brought that up. I think, to be honest, everyone wanted to step away as quickly as possible from... It's a clusterfuck. Jaws of Revenge. Last quick couple. Dr Lauren at Nottingham says, obviously, Jaws 4 is the archetypical bad film to the point where if it's on TV, I have to watch it. Archetypical? Archetypal. Sorry, that's me misspeaking. Darren Gaskell at Darren underscore Gaskell. Jaws of Revenge for leaning into an utterly demented idea they should have never made it out of the first draft of the screenplay, let alone into the finished product. Also, for clearly very dead character, suddenly showing up with far fewer injuries than two minutes before, at which point Kay at Tiki Cambridge also weighs in with the helpful, also sharks, because we know we know Kay yeah, she is a massive, she is a huge shark. Enthusiast. Shark, uh, enthusiast. Enthusiast. Shark enthusiast. Yeah. Sharkist. That'd be shark racism. It would. Or sexy sharks. Sharks, sharks are sexual. Sharks are sexy. <laughs> anyway. Pointy nose bastards. Those sexy pointy nose bastards. Oh, those teeth. Why do you? <laughs> rip me, Jaws, Daddy. Rip me. <laughs> well, I wonder where Blowjob is out of danger. <laughs> Risky blowjob. Um, no love for Alone in the Dark at all. No, and to be fair, I don't Molly, blame them. be fair, Molly Hartley only got a mention because he was not as bad as the other two. So there you go. But thank you everyone for your thoughts and opinions there. As always, we know we put you through the ringer 
this time by making a revisit and relive these awful, awful films. So now 10 star review. Now. Right, okay. I don't have any sort of celebrity to do this because it's, no. it's almost like one of us can't do any more voices. Like they've maybe done all the voices that they can in the world. Uh, no, I'm out. You know, maybe the opposite of having a celebrity come in to do our one star review jingle is, no is, is have no one come in at all to do our 10, okay, so our ten star review let's jingle. Have, let's have a 10 second silence then for the celebrities that would have been. Please don't turn off. Thank you. I feel really bad for everyone's listening to that. Like, do you know how, you know, like when you go to the 30 or you're doing anything and there's a minute silence. And then when you're in the middle of it, you realize just how long that time frame actually is. I think it's the same there for anyone who was listening, started listening. They went, oh, 10 seconds of absolute silence here. They went, I could do that by not listening to your podcast and just turn off. The thing is, with any silence that you have, I never know how to hold myself. Like, do my hands go in front of me? Do I have to cross my hands? Do I put them behind my back? Because you see so many people standing in different ways and you think, well, they look like they're standing correctly for a minute of silence. But I don't feel like I'm ever standing right. Just don't start a Mexican wave in the middle of it. That's... Oh. That'd be the way. Who wants to go first for their 10-star uh, review then? Mercer hasn't said this in a while. Let, let Mercer go first. I think I'll go first. Thank you very much, Faye, for that beautiful introduction. And not at all um, evil and twisted about me, always needed to talk. So, Joe's, Joe's Revenge. This comes from, um, I don't know the names on there, but they've, they've, they've titled it Michael Caine at his finest. What a film, breathtaking. <clears throat> Wow, where do I begin? I just finished watching this film. It took my breath away. The plot is incredible. And the script writing is something of pure genius. Who could have thought a shark could follow a family hundreds of miles to seek his revenge? On paper, it sounds ridiculous. But on screen, it's just amazing. And gives you a real sense of reality as it's so visible and, and feels real. I even had to Google whether it was based on a true story. I was shocked <laughs> to learn that it wasn't, which proves even more what an incredible film this truly is. The suspense is unbelievable. It made the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Parts are terrifying to the point where I had to pause the film to change into clean underwear. <laughs> Michael King is the performance of a life. None of his other films come close to this. It's in a league of its own. If you are going to watch one film this year, let this be the one. Oh, God, is that satire? That's got to be that's That's the best parody review I've ever heard. I think she's, I think, I think they're being realistic. I, I, do you know what? I really, I really hope it is real. And there is someone out there thinking that sharks actually target people, specific people. They really, they loved it. That's like, I hope there is someone who's got a love, 
It was just that Freddy film. It has a film that much they love, clearly love. Oh, Jesus. Would you like to go next? I'll go on next. Um, I picked this review. I mean, I don't believe a word that's been said throughout it, but it, it's just, it's clearly the, um, the family issues that this review brings up. This is 10 out of 10 awesome by Blasting Boy. This is probably the best action movie I've seen yet. It wasn't any alien, but it was still worth seeing. If you haven't seen it, rent it. This movie is more action than horror. It's violent too. I thought the effects for the Xenos were quite impressive. The storyline is pretty good as well. After seeing House of the Dead, I thought this movie would suck. So I rented it and my jaw dropped. This was way better than I expected. The soundtrack is quite impressive as well. If you're not into metal, this wouldn't really be for you. Um, excuse me. If you're into Nina Cherry, then this film is for you. <laughs> <laughs> the dude that posted the other comment that said this movie sucked is full of crap. He's a freaking critic, just like my sister. Trust me, it's worth watching. <laughs> <laughs> to be that family at Christmas. Jerky <laughs> just... He just levels out of the claim the other way his sister. So his sister's like, oh, blast boy, young for the seat down. He's like, oh, you're a critic, just like that prick on IMDb. <laughs> oh, I truly hope so. <laughs> right, okay, I'll go uh, next for the Haunted of Molly Hartley. This one comes from Anti Flag 8789. And it's titled, Not the Movie You Expected. I agree with him there, fucking completely. Uh-huh. Anyway, as I sat in the movie theatre watching The Haunting of Molly Hartley, I noticed many elements that are normally not used in a horror slash thriller film. The music is one of the strongest elements. It plays with your emotions, jumping from upbeat pop music and slowly drowning into a fearful rhythmic pulse. The cinematography was also top-notch and played with the classic elements of horror, such as mirrors, this film had me grip my girlfriend and saying, oh my God, I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> See, that just reminded me. Can't, oh my God, oh my God. I'm so bored. Yeah. Anyway, the thing that truly made me a fan of this film is how it ends. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but this movie turns out to be much more than a quick scare. It will stay in your mind forever as a great example of creating horror using the element of surprise. No. No. Oh, t- out of the three reviews there, I'll tell you what, that's the only one where I will, I will look at it and go, okay, I, I may not agree with the points you made, but at least I can see where you're coming from with them. Yeah, okay. I believe that the reviewer is uh, reviewing the film as well and not taking the piss like some reviewers clearly do. Well, that's it for the 10-star reviews. It is. We're not going to have a 10 second... Outro, no. No, no. We will just plough straight in, I imagine, with our winning film. Let's do it. Faye. Mercer. I spit. On your grades. Woo! Even though Molly Hartley was a good film.
you know, I think that's that's probably what did actually swing it. The fact that out of the out of the films that are supposed to be absolutely awful, Molly Hartley, while I was bored at parts, isn't actually a badly made no. film or a bad film overall. It isn't at all, no. I really enjoyed it. And I can honestly tell you, this will be the very first episode where I've not won. I mean, not the very first episode I've not won because that's <laughs> practically non-existent. This will be the, the 852nd episode I've not won. <laughs> it's the first one where I'm so fucking glad that it didn't win because when I saw the public winning, like Joe's winning the public four, I genuinely thought to myself, I cannot stand behind this film as, as it being my winner. I could not have this film in my winning track list. <laughs> It's like you, you, you'll have won, but at what cost? <laughs> at what cost? It would be like, I would never be able to do this again. That's what they were doing, in it? That's what they were doing, the cheeky mm-hmm. fuckers. I'm trying to get you out. <laughs> Excuse me. How did the film score then, Mercer? <clears throat> well, 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 well. Coming in, and this is no surprise to anyone ever, in the world coming in in third place is Faye with Alone in the Dark um, which came in with a grade E <laughs> I didn't even deserve that then obviously it was Joe's The Revenge came in with a grade D a D yeah. D yes and then absolutely kicking our asses and coming in with a strong, like so much higher than at the other two films. And actually a decent grade, a grade that we see quite a lot, a grade C, um, is Chris with The Haunting of Molly Hartley. Wow. And I'm bloody chuffed. Yeah, I mean, well done. Yeah. Be fair, I can't even claim, in the same way that Mercer would have been forever stained with a victory. I can't actually claim the, claim the credit for it as a pick for myself since it was randomly assigned. Well, you randomly chose good. <laughs> My random choosing is yeah, good. Yeah. What a surprise, eh? Mm. No, not at all. Me winning is not a surprise. It's the norm. It's very on brand. Uh, is it well? No, because we're, we're not. We're not that far apart now with victories. Really, really, it's closed. The gap is closing on the 100th episode. You won't. Yes. I am creeping up on you too. <laughs> <laughs> you are but a speck in the distance to me, sir. Yes. A speck. <laughs> You'll get there, Mercer, don't worry. Someday. Some... Second half of 2022, that's my year. <laughs> you never know. I'll tell you. We will have to wait a week or so to find out whether you can get back to a win, no mercy, because it's prime scene investigation next episode. And as hopefully our random generator has picked better than it did for our uh, our three bad films from Rotten Tomatoes, it's done its whirring and it's clunking and it has spat out the wrong house. From 2013. What is the brief synopsis of The Wrong House? Briefly. I will tell you. Two very different families search for the perfect house to call home. 
It's Holmes and the Hammer, isn't it? It is. <laughs> John's the angle evaluation, yes. When both families show up at a deserted farmhouse, it quickly becomes clear that something is not right. After rescuing Hannah, a lost girl whose tongue has been cut out, they discover that every attempt to leave the farm takes them right back to its front door. So... Is it Ikea? Is house Ikea? <laughs> yeah, you cannot leave. You come back to the start. Also, if she's had a tongue cut out, how's she told them that she's... How's she told them to she's, she's lost? She's now. <laughs> right, I'm sure we'll pick up on these things when we actually watch the wrong house. But you know what? Actually, the synopsis didn't sound bad. And it scored a 5.1 on IMDb. So well, that's better than some that we if I mean hang on, what did Storm Sweat come in at IMDb? Less. Good. Okay, right, okay. That's fine. So I am hopeful that if nothing else, it should be entertaining and watch. Yes, here's hoping. <sighs> that's it then, I guess. For the results show, yeah? Yeah, it's just down to us to say. If you want to get a hold of us, you can do on the socials. You can find us at SpitGrades on both Instagram and Twitter. We're at iSpitting Your Grades on Facebook. And if you need to email us, you can reach us at electricpossums at gmail.com. And please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tell a friend. We've not had anyone from North Korea get in touch yet to tell us that anyone across the border has recommended the podcast. So. Okay. But and, we've got, and we've only had one email in the whole time we've been doing this, so up your game. Be fair, I don't think any of us ever checked our email accounts. So we we said you check emails. I can't get into them because it's doing, it does that thing where it goes, you're logging on for a different device. I have access and we've, yeah, there's not, be fair, most of the time. It was Salty Apocalypse. Salty Apocalypse, yeah. and most of the time it's Letterbox yeah. telling us, our, telling us our, uh, our recent update. Yes. But that's fine. If Letterbox cares about us, they want to keep keep getting in touch, they can do that's all right. Hi. But yeah, please tell a friend, let someone know if you think they may enjoy the podcast. Because we'd like to keep going for another hundred episodes. If we can find another 33 different genres. We'll wing it, don't worry, we'll wing it. Um, thank you everybody for listening, and we will see you next time for Prime Scene Investigation. Ta-da! Ta-da! Awesome. Ta-da! Ta-da! That's magic. Also, and we probably won't see you, but you'll probably just hear us uh, next time. No, we we will come. We'll come we will come house. into every person's house and tell we'll them live. what we thought about the wrong house. Yeah, you can watch us on YouTube. No, you can't. Look, that's <laughs> just a step too far. Are we going? Bye then. Yeah, bye. Yeah, bye. Then. bye. bye. <laughs>